0: My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 200 of The Kate Show. Guys, how is this already episode 200? The last four years have flown by so quickly, and I actually relaunched my website at the end of January this year, 2022. As part of the process, I had to revisit many of my earlier podcast episodes. oh cringe-worthy. <laughs> I had show notes that were practically non-existent and a lot of episode titles that made me cringe a little bit but i have to say i am pretty proud of myself for sticking with it this long when i first considered starting a podcast i didn't dive in right away i wanted to make sure i could commit long term and well here i am 200 episodes later have you ever considered starting a podcast I've been contacted by a few of you who are actively planning the launch of your own podcast and you feel confused about the technical side. Plus, what if you run out of things to say? (laughs) You won't, by the way. And how important are sponsors? These are all really good questions. So today on The Kate Show, I'm answering your questions regarding podcasting, including a list of things that you need to have set up before you get started, what a launch actually looks like, what graphics you need to have, just all the things. Now, today's episode is brought to you by HoneyBook, so if you're looking for a professional client workflow that makes your business look and feel effortlessly organized, you need HoneyBook. Use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. Go to share.honeybook.com forward slash SOCIALITE and use the code SOCIALITE. All right, guys, let's get into how to start a podcast for design, home staging, or organizing. marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. If you want to start a podcast, first things first, you need to be clear about your purpose. What are your primary topics or subject matter? What types of guests will you include? How frequently will you produce new episodes? Will it be every week, every other week? I would suggest doing no less than two episodes per month, by the way. And also, along with the goal of your podcast, how will listeners benefit from your show? The more specific your podcast is, the more popular it could potentially become, because podcasts that feel aimless will just fall flat. Second, you need to bear in mind that creating a podcast can be heavy on the technical side during the initial setup, but it becomes simpler once you have your software, tools, and workflows in place. And I'm going to tell you exactly what those software tools and workflows should be. You can always tweak it, and you don't have to do exactly what I say, of course. You need to figure out what works best for you. But before launching your podcast, you're going to need to have 10 things in place. Number one, a good microphone. Now, I've used the Blue Yeti, and ironically, I prefer using the built-in recorder on my Google Pixel 5 because it actually does a really good job, and it will even produce transcripts if I want it to. The second thing you'll need is audio editing software, or you could just hire a podcast producer who can do it for you. Now, I prefer to just hire the podcast producer, but in the beginning, I did edit my own audio, and I used Audacity for that, which is a free open source tool. The third thing that you will need is a podcasting page on your website. This is a blog that hosts your show notes and your audio, basically. The fourth thing you'll need is a podcast hosting platform. So Libsyn, Squarespace, Buzzsprout, those are popular. There are, of course, many more. The fifth thing you'll need is an RSS feed that connects to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. If you can get your RSS feed to those three places, then a lot of the smaller podcasting apps will be able to pick it up from there. And I have links in the show notes of this episode that show you uh, how to find your RSS feed. It's really not that hard, I promise and get it connected to different places the sixth thing you'll need before starting a podcast is cover art it'll need to be a square that is at least 1400 by 1400 pixels but not more than 3000 by 3000 pixels the colors fonts and image you use should correspond with your primary brand and this whole aesthetic should be used in your episode graphics too which brings me to number seven episode art this could be a reusable square canva graphic that you can just swap out with a different image and a different title. And you should also use a rectangular version of the same thing if you plan to create Instagram stories or pins for each of your podcast episodes. Uh, I do both. I do the square and the rectangles. The eighth thing you'll need is a minimum of three episodes that will launch immediately, because you can't launch with just one episode. I mean, you can, but your listeners will be very disappointed. So You need to have more than one episode for them to listen to. The ninth thing you'll need is actually a bevy of things. You'll need your show categories, title, author, description, intro, outro, etc. We're going to cover those in great detail shortly. The tenth thing you'll need is an established workflow for producing and sharing each episode. Asana is great for managing a podcast and tracking the status of each episode, especially if you're recording several months in advance like I do, or if you're trying to book guests for the show and you're trying to figure out, okay, so How soon do I have to have my Zoom call with them before that episode would be ready to launch? Now, the workflow is super duper important. I'm going to tell you what workflow we use here at the Kate Show. It involves three people, though I used to do it all myself before I had kids, and then when I got close to my first maternity leave, I was like, yeah, I can't keep doing this. It's way too much. So here is what we do now. The first step is me. (laughs) I write the show notes and I record the episodes. Now, some people turn their audio transcript into show notes afterward, but I prefer to use the show notes as like a loose script. So I write those first. And this is largely because I think better while I'm writing and also because I have chronic mom brain. And right now I also have pregnancy brain on top of mom brain. And that can otherwise derail my train of thought. So it's a very, you know, hashtag personal problem, but it works well for me. I used to just totally... Like ad it, but that's not what I do anymore. The second step is Allie. A lot of you know Allie. She's like my right hand lady. She edits the show notes for typos and other errors. She also uses otter.ai to create transcripts if no other show notes are available. So that would mean, like, if I did a Zoom presentation that was recorded and it went really well, and I want to actually use that as a podcast episode then instead of having her manually transcribe everything, which would take so freaking long, she just runs it through Otter AI, gets a transcript, polishes it up, and formats it according to what we need, and then it's ready to use. The third step is Jorin. Jorin edits the audio, creates episode graphics, and compiles these files into the show notes on the Socialite website. The fourth step is again, Jordan. She schedules the episode to publish on the specified date, at which time it's released to all major podcast platforms. So really, I'm just involved in the beginning. Everyone else does their thing. And then my podcast episode shows up magically on Spotify. And I'm like, yay, <laughs> this is fantastic. But in order to get to that workflow, I had to do a lot of things that didn't work. I had to do all the work myself. I had to get frustrated. And now I know there's a much better way to do it And a lot of that involves getting your ducks in a row before you ever launch. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by your website. Wait, what? Is this right? Yes, your website emailed The Kate Show and did it by itself, by the way, okay? And like asked me to tell you something. Your website said it really needs a tune-up, maybe even a complete makeover. It feels bad that it can't send you more clients and it wants to make it right with you. Oh, poor website. Seriously though, if you're ready for your website to make you look professional and attract the right clients, you need to take action. Go to katethesocialite.com to check out our beautiful website templates. They're really easy to customize and we even tell you exactly what you should say on each page of your website so that you can start speaking directly to your ideal client while also having better SEO. Go to katethesocialite.com to pick the website design that's right for you. So let's talk about the list of things that you'll need. I mentioned we were going to go over it in greater detail. So when it comes to your show category, you'll need to select up to three categories for your podcast. These categories are provided by Apple Podcasts and other major hosting platforms. And fortunately, you don't have the burden of inventing your own categories. You don't get to make up your own categories. You just need to choose a category and then a subcategory three times over. You also need to pick a show name. The name of your podcast could be anything. It could be your name, like The Kate Show or The Joe Rogan Experience. And then you could also name it after your ideal listener. So a good example of that would be Jenna Kutcher's podcast, which is the Gold Digger podcast. The other thing you could do is use a short or witty statement that talks about your primary topic. So a short statement like the Bible in a year or a witty statement like Pod Save America, because it's a podcast about America. Haha, <laughs> funny, right? There's really no wrong way to name a show unless your title is way too long if you can stick with three or four words at most that would be ideal you're also going to need a one-line description of your podcast that really sums up what it is and who it's for so i could say the kate show is a marketing podcast that serves home professionals weekly or bi-weekly or whatever And then you'll also need to figure out the author of the podcast and the keywords. Now, the author would be your name or your business name. Your show keywords would include your industry, your primary service offering, and your location. So interior design, Manhattan, New York, um, basically that really sums it up because industry is interior design and your service could also be interior design. And you don't have to include your location if what you do is not location-based, but if ultimately you want to gain clients from this and you only serve them in a certain area, it would be good to use a keyword that includes your location. Now onto to the show description. I actually have scripts already written for the show description, the podcast intro, the podcast outro, and the podcast trailer. So if you want, just go to kate the click on the podcast and if you go to episode 200 you're going to see all these scripts that you can copy and paste and use i have them very simply done basically fill in the blanks but i'm going to read it off to you just so you know how it sounds the show description is a thing that you would send to the major podcast platforms like spotify or apple podcasts that way people can quickly read about your show to figure out whether or not they want to listen to it so here is an example are you frustrated about your home? Are you frustrated with interior design? Are you really overwhelmed with all the different decisions that have to be made? If so, you're in the right place. And this is where you really have to start filling in the blanks. So on your podcast title, I show you how to easily address these issues and more, all without, and then you list some negative emotions. You will learn secrets from professional designers and designers, stagers, organizers, whatever you are, or or whomever you plan to interview a lot, that will help you avoid costly mistakes and regrets. Plus, you'll be able to start creating, uh, and then describe the end result, that will result in a better lifestyle. If you're looking for short, actionable episodes to get you started, this show is for you. Learn more at www.yourwebsite.com. Now, obviously, it's awkward for me to read these things out loud because there's so much blank space that would have to be filled in by you. But I do hope that this can get you guys started. The intro reads very much the same because these things should be consistent. So your podcast introduction and your podcast outro are pre-recorded and then your podcast producer or you can just drop that audio file to the beginning and the end of every episode you create. You shouldn't have to reread your intro or your outro every time. So the intro could go something like this. I believe that, you know, whatever your niche is, so I believe that staging should be simple and attainable. Regardless of your budget, or maybe your lifestyle, or your skill set, your home should be a reflection of, and then maybe fill in the blank with you, or your passions, or your family. And then you can go on to say, staging isn't just about decorating, it's about the psychology of space. On, and then my podcast, or you know, say your actual podcast name, you'll learn how to transform your home, or your listing, or whatever. And then you say, my name is, and then you introduce yourself, and then you say, and you are listening to episode number whatever it is, of your podcast. You guys hear me say that all the time because I'm like, this is The Socialite, you're listening to episode blah, blah, blah of The Kate Show. And that's because I want to ingrain in people, here's how many episodes I've done. I've got a lot of content out there. And I did this even back in the early days when I didn't have a lot of content out there. And I also wanted to remind people exactly who I was. All right. So the outro is super simple and short. It just goes, thanks for listening. If you loved this episode, please leave a rating and a review. This helps me reach other and then just ideal listeners or, you know, however you describe them. If you have a topic request or would like to contact me, simply head over to mywebsite.com. Now, the trailer script is a little different. It's like a tiny episode of your podcast, basically an elevator pitch, and it's often as short as 60 seconds. This welcomes new listeners to your show also helps people decide whether or not they want to even listen. Podcast trailers are optional, and I've honestly never had one for my podcast. I just don't see a need for it, but some people like to have them. So I do have a script for that as well. Basically goes, Hi, I'm Kate. I'm an interior designer with a specialty in designing kids' spaces. So obviously I'm filling in the blanks just to make this a little bit easier on your ears. If you're struggling with decision overwhelm when it comes to creating the right space for your growing family, you've tapped on the right podcast. I've designed everything from luxury condos to quaint cottages. I love interior design and I love helping my clients with avoiding the stress and the overwhelm that often accompanies home projects. On my show, you will learn and then you can list the different problems that you solve, Taking you from decision to overwhelm, or from decision overwhelm to decisive, regret free action. I discuss and then list your key topics, just a few of them. And then I can say, ready for a beautiful home that fits your growing family? Let's get started. Welcome to, and then say your podcast title. So, welcome to the design show. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. So, that's really a good way to get you started in the script department. But now I wanna cover a few other things quickly. Um, First of all, where do you find podcast analytics? Like, If you're going to work really hard at something, it's nice to know if and when it's working. Here's what I want to tell you about analytics. Do not get bogged down by your stats. It's nearly impossible to get the full picture of how many listeners you have across all platforms, and figuring out your download numbers can also be really tricky to determine. The best way I have found to get a good scope on how well your podcast is performing is by using Listen Notes. You can go to listennotes.com. It's a website that aggregates first and third-party data to calculate your show's global ranking and audience size. Podcasting is a great revenue generator, even if your audience remains small, you don't have tons and tons of downloads, or you don't attract a lot of sponsors. Now, in my opinion, sponsors are not the goal of podcasting anyway. Now, for some people, if podcasting is their only source of income, yes, sponsors are very important. Well, for a lot of us, that's not exactly how we make our money, but it does help grow our primary business. So for me, the goal of podcasting is to spread my message, help my listeners, and I know that a lot of, a lot of you have that same goal. Because in doing so, your business will likely generate revenue through an influx of new clients increased website traffic, heightened brand popularity, and an increased trust factor. These are all very, very good for the success of your business. But if I can give one piece of parting advice to someone who is just getting started with podcasting, I would just say that the best thing you can do to ensure a successful podcast is commit to the process. Yes, it's going to feel tricky. It's going to feel overwhelming at times. There will be days you don't want to record or when you aren't sure what to say. And all I can say is push through it. It is worth it. If you find that you're getting bogged down too much or you just don't have time but you still have the desire, maybe make your episodes shorter. Instead of 40 minutes, make them 20 minutes. Instead of every week, make them every other week. Just don't give up because podcasting can really pay off long term for your business. It can lead to so much organic publicity and so many opportunities and I highly, highly recommend it. All right, guys, that is what I have for you today. If you are like, yeah, I want to do this, I want to start podcasting, but I need a little help, of course, like I said, use the scripts I have in this episode in the show notes. You can go to katethesocialite.com for that. But I also recommend that you consider working directly with the producer of my podcast. Joran is amazing. She is operating from the Philippines She is smart, she is detail-oriented, she is very savvy when it comes to podcasting, and she can help you bring your own podcast from the recesses of your imagination into actual reality. So I have a link to her Calendly. If you would like to book a call with her or if you want to learn more about her services, I have a link for that as well. So head over to the show notes of this episode. That's katethesocialite.com. Head over to the podcast and click on episode 200. I highly recommend that you work with Joran. She's been amazing and such a game changer for the Kate Show podcast. So thank you, Joran. I know you're gonna be listening to this. All right, guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.